Aloha, it's Kiana, and here are today's top Hawaii headlines from the editors at the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Also, huge mahalo to Long's Drugs Hawaii for sponsoring the show. Head on over to your neighborhood Long's Drugs for all your shopping needs. The U.S. Supreme Court has overturned a Hawaii law that places restrictions on who can carry a handgun in public. The high court on Thursday said it granted the petition in George K. Young Jr. versus Hawaii and sent the case back to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals for further consideration. Young is a retired Big Island policeman who lives in Hilo. He sued the state and Hawaii Police Department in 2012 after his application for a license to carry a firearm was rejected. Hawaii's law currently prohibits carrying a firearm in public, except to transport it to places where it can be purchased and used legally. Each county's chief of police is responsible for handling firearm registrations and issuing firearm licenses. A license to carry a loaded pistol can be granted in exceptional cases, but that is extremely rare. Thursday's Supreme Court ruling means Hawaii's police chiefs will no longer be able to deny a permit to carry from people who satisfy certain basic requirements. But getting a permit under new rules might take some time as the state considers its next steps. Honolulu police and fire officials are investigating a body that was discovered near a brush fire in Kapolei Thursday. Firefighters responded to the small brush fire near Honokai Hale in West Oahu shortly before noon. Crews found the body, a woman, after the blaze was contained. Police have classified the case as an unattended death and an autopsy has been scheduled. Meanwhile, a 21-year-old man was arrested Thursday night in connection with a stabbing at Schofield Barracks in Wahiwa. The incident occurred on Pauku Waho Place shortly after 11 o'clock. Police said an argument between two men escalated into a fight and one man allegedly stabbed the other with a knife. The victim sustained a stab wound to the upper torso and was taken to a hospital in stable condition. The first lawsuits have been filed after an Amtrak train crash in rural Missouri left four people dead and up to 150 injured. One of the passengers, Janet Williams of Dubuque, Iowa, named Amtrak BNSF Railway Co. and MS Contracting in a federal lawsuit filed today. The complaint alleges negligent design of the railroad crossing near the town of Menden and says the train was packed with too many riders. The Southwest Chief was traveling from Los Angeles to Chicago when it hit a dump truck at the crossing, which has no lights, signals or gates to warn of an approaching train. On Thursday, Amtrak and BNSF Railway filed a lawsuit against MS Contracting, the employer of the truck driver whose vehicle was struck by the train. The truck driver, 54-year-old Billy Barton II, died in the collision. His widow, Erin Barton, filed a wrongful death lawsuit in state court against Territon County and a BNSF official on Thursday. More than four months after her arrest, American basketball star Brittany Griner went on a trial in Russia today for allegedly taking cannabis oil into the country. Griner was arrested at a Moscow airport in February while returning to play for a Russian team. The 31-year-old Phoenix Mercury center and two-time U.S. Olympic gold medalist could face up to 10 years in prison if convicted of large-scale transportation of drugs. Fewer than 1% of defendants in Russian criminal cases are acquitted, and those acquittals can be overturned. 
Two witnesses for the prosecution were questioned today before the trial was adjourned. U.S. officials said Greiner was wrongfully detained, but Russia maintains that she broke the law. Greiner's supporters are hopeful that the U.S. can broker a prisoner swap like the one that brought home Marine veteran Trevor Reed in April. So far, America has not officially committed to a particular diplomatic strategy. President Joe Biden will present the Presidential Medal of Freedom to 17 people next week, including actor Denzel Washington, gymnast Simone Biles, and the late U.S. Senator John McCain. Others on Biden's list include former House member Gabby Giffords, soccer star Megan Rapinoe, and late Apple co-founder Steve Jobs. Sandra Lindsay, the New York City nurse who received America's first COVID-19 vaccine dose on live TV in December 2020, will also be honored. The White House says the Presidential Medal of Freedom is reserved for people who have made exemplary contributions to the prosperity, values, or security of the United States, world peace, or other significant societal public or private endeavors. Biden himself received the medal from President Barack Obama in 2017 for his years of public service. Biden plans to present the medals at the White House next week. For more on these stories and all the latest headlines, subscribe to the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Visit Hawaii's top source for breaking news online at StarAdvertiser.com and download the Star Advertiser mobile app. Mahalo, have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here on Tuesday.